Treasury hits debt limit and announces extraordinary measures. Hi, I'm Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor. I'm a certified financial planner with Innovative Advisory Group and contributor for World Eternal Media. In just a moment, we're going to go over exactly what those extraordinary measures are and then go into some pretty insane things that are going on in the bond market. But first off, I got to say, since I am a financial advisor, this video is for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your advisor. If you don't have one or maybe you want one that has taken the red pill a long time ago, please look down below for our bit.ly link where you can schedule a free consultation with myself or one of my staff members to help get you on uh, the right path. Anyways, what we're going to go into now is the swamp creature, it herself, uh, former Federal Reserve chairwoman and now uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and her recent statement, uh, Dear Mr. Speaker, Public Law 117-73 increased the statutory debt limit to approximately $31.381 trillion on December 16, 2021. As you know, the debt limit is the total amount of money that the United States government is authorized to borrow to meet its existing legal obligations, including Social Security and Medicare benefits, military sal salaries, interest on the national debt, tax refunds, and other payments. I'm writing to inform you that beginning Thursday, January 19th, 2023, the outstanding debt of the United States is projected to reach the statutory limit. Once the limit is reached, Treasury will need to start taking certain extraordinary measures to prevent the United States from defaulting on its obligations. And now we're going to get into those extraordinary measures. The two extraordinary measures Treasury anticipates implementing this month are, one, redeeming existing and suspending new investments of the Civil Service Retirement Disability Fund, or the CSRDF, and the Postal Service Retiree Health Benefits Fund, Postal Fund, and two, suspending reinvestment of the Government Securities Investment Fund, that's also known as the G Fund, of the Federal Employees Retirement Savings Thrift, that's also a savings plan that, that is uh, sometimes abbreviated the TSP. Congress has expressly provided Treasury with the authority to take these actions, and prior Treasury secretaries have used these measures, which will reduce the amount of outstanding debt subject to the limit and temporarily provide additional capacity for Treasury to continue financing the operations of the federal government. After the debt limit impasse has ended, the CSRDF, the Postal Fund, and the G Fund will be made whole. Now, in the past, they have, this is something they pretty much do, uh, it seems like, like almost every single year. Uh, actually, at Trump, I think there was uh, a time period that they actually did suspend it. And so one of the things that's uh, kind of most shocking that they do is they take money from the G Fund. So here we're taking a look at TSP.gov. We see that as of about a year ago, there were uh, all just underneath $211 billion in the G Fund. So that's one way where they can shore themselves up a whole bunch of extra money by like saying, oh, hey, you know, even though this fund was pretty much, you know, IOU, uh, government treasury bills anyways, boom, you know, we're just going to take it. And now we've got, you know, another like $211 billion of headroom. But don't worry, you know, once we're done stealing the money, we'll uh, replace it back for you. Now, I was trying to search for, you know, exactly what extraordinary measures they take this time, but I did find a document from a year ago, which would give us a little bit of insight into exactly uh, what these thieves have, uh, you know, other plans they have up their, th up their uh, sleeves. So one of them is uh, state, local government, se treasury, secu government securities. So, you know, as these come due and mature, uh, basically they don't reinvest the money and, uh, you know, they basically take the money for themselves. And then at a later date, once, uh, you know, this whole dog and pony show of pretending like, you know, government actually cares about, you know, fiscal responsibility is over with and they end up raising the debt limit anyways, then that is going to get repaid back. Uh, number two is, you know, this is when we just went over how they take money from uh, basically the civil service retirement fund and the postal fund. 
And then uh, you know, scrolling down here is the Government Securities Investment Fund. So this is that that G fund. So the G fund, what that is, it's the you know, it's basically it's the government retirement money market fund. And so that fund basically gets robbed. They take that, and then you know, once this dog and pony shows over, they'll go and replace those funds. Uh, they do the same thing with the uh, TSP fund as well. And then, uh, you know, just kind of continuing on, uh, reading down here, they've got the Exchange Stabilization Fund, and uh, you know, they do hold mainly they're they're kind of balancing on certain like foreign accounts in there, <clears throat> but there also is a component of that that does hold dollars, and basically they rob um, they rob us of those dollars. So, I mean, just imagine. Uh, you know, if anyone were to run a business this way, or just imagine, you know, if you were to run your own personal household this way, and you know, what would happen to us or you is that they would end up, uh, you know, because of the financial irresponsibility, it would probably greatly impact our credit scores, which would then, you know, mean that we'd have to borrow at higher interest rates. And, uh, you know, and then when we take a look at what's actually going on, so you would expect if your default risk has increased and now all of a sudden, you know, there's less likely chance that you're going to pay somebody back that now you're going to have to pay a higher interest rate for that debt. But then when we take a look at what is actually going on with the debt situation uh, over here, as we've seen the treasury yields, you know, relatively speaking, especially, you know, the past few months have just been absolutely, the yields themselves have been cratering. So, I mean, we topped out just kind of eyeballing this, you know, about, you know, 4.3 now we're down to 3.39. Uh, and then what's really kind of crazy, when you take a look at how inverted this yield curve is, looking at trading economics, a 10-year bond, as we just mentioned, is going for 3.39%. A four-week bond, so let's call it one month, is going for 4.45%. But then a 30-year bond is going for 3.57%. So for 30 days, roughly, you're looking at 4.45. But for 30 years, you're looking at 3.57. Now, again, this is not financial advice. But anyone who would be going into a 30-year bond would have to be absolutely insane. There is something called interest rate risk. It sort of works like you know, like a teeter-totter. So when interest rates go up, the underlying values of bonds go down. So if you're in a 30-year bond, rates go up 1%. The underlying value of your bond goes down by 30%. Rates go up 2% because of compounding, you're probably down like 62 63%. So you, you people who are in that are absolutely setting themselves up to get absolutely shellacked. But except I don't think people actually are in 30-year treasury bonds. I think that this is just something that, you know, the, the Federal Reserve is doing, you know, different backhanded type deals. I wouldn't be surprised if they have like a whole separate balance sheet that we're not even privy to because, you know, no one in their right mind would be dumb enough to uh, basically invest into 30-year treasury bills. Now, the other insane part about all this, <coughs> excuse me, is that when you take a look at you know what, now these rates are like pretty damn near 5% uh, and they just yesterday, a board came out, uh, one of the Fed governors, and said that they wanted to raise to 5% as quickly as possible. So let's say, you know, eventually, you know, the dust settles at 5%. Well, 5% of 31 trillion, I mean, just kind of eyeballing this right here is about because, you know, if you did 10%, you just move the decimal over, and that would be 3 trillion. So half of that would be, one, you know, 1.5 trillion. So it'd be a little bit more than 1.5 trillion, just, you know, kind of going off, uh, you know, in off my head. And when you take a look at that, I mean, and let's just take a look right now we have on the screen, we have uh, the federal government current tax receipts shows it at 3.2 trillion. So I mean, you got about half of that right there is just going to be an interest expense. And then we take a look at, you know, where that, how that is comprised. So the individual income tax, it looks like it's 2.345 trillion uh, payroll taxes. So that's be social security, uh, Medicare taxes are 1.586. So basically, 
uh, just the interest is now the same as what we'd be paying for payroll taxes that funds Social Security, which Social Security in and of itself is just a gigantic Ponzi scheme that has IOUs in there of stuff that, you know, basically that money was never saved to begin with. So when everyone says Bill Clinton did such a great job because, you know, we ran huge surpluses. Well, what was really going on back then is that they know through demographics that people reach their peak earning potential at a peak spending actually at age 46 the baby boomers were starting to turn age 46 like right around 1992 uh and basically you know clinton was a beneficiary of amazing demographics but if you back out the social security payments that were going on he still would have ran deficits because that money was never saved it's not like the social security payments are going into some separate coffers and that money's there uh no the money it's just like a pay-as-you-go type system where you know what you know, the people that paid in 20 years ago, they're getting paid off, you know, the current people, the current tax slaves like myself, who are being forced to pay into this type system. Now, I'd already mentioned the, you know, huge amount of interest rate risk that is going on, you know, especially for retirees. And so there was a lot of people that wanted to be, you know, really, really safe the past, you know, a couple of years, or maybe they want to be safe for a long time. And so if you want to be really safe in like a 10, you know, 20, 30 year government bond, uh, you know, you got absolutely shellacked last year. I mean, there are, and I believe last year was the worst year ever for what they would call a 60-40 portfolio, meaning 60% stocks, 40% bonds, because the bonds, there was nowhere to run, uh, you know, even in there. And so for right now, you know, for anyone that has money, especially in a government retirement fund, so if you're in like a 457 or 403B or the TSP or uh, you know, you have your money in the G fund inside of there, you know, you're, you're not being safe. And so there's other things you could do now consult with your own financial advisor. If you don't have one, you know, you can look at the link below, uh, but you could roll your money into, if it makes sense, into your own individual retirement account. And then that way you've got a lot more options of what you could do. You could invest into things like commodities. You could invest. First thing you want to do invest is knowledge and know what you're getting yourself into and have, you know, the risk tolerance as appropriate. But you know, there's so many different things you can do. Like you can invest into gold and silver. You can invest into different miners. You can invest into things that you might actually know more about and things that you might actually want to be in. Uh, now, again, knowledge is key on this, but you know, you could take a portion of that and go into Bitcoin, for instance. Uh, you know, most of the crypto market, I think, is a scam. But you know, having a small percentage in Bitcoin, you know, I, is something that I've been talking about uh, well before it was in vogue. Uh, you know, first time I've ever mentioned it was below $100. So, you know, it's not like I'm a Johnny come lately on this, but you should have the knowledge and shouldn't just, you know, YOLO into something just because you heard somebody talk about something on the internet. But, you know, when we're taking a look at this current situation where the government is operating uh, like there's, you know, some... Uh, check cashing type operation, payday loan lender, where they're stealing money from people that had it saved in order to pay me ongoing uh, you know, obligations. I mean, that's not where you want to be is, you know, being a you know creditor of a bankrupt government. And eventually, uh, you know, as we saw in our last video where, you know, one of these days it's going to be Friday and they're going to shut down the banks and they're going to recapitalize themselves with the money that you have in there as a bank balance. It's only really a matter of time before, you know, eventually those chickens come home to roost. And speaking of chickens, uh, you know, I ordered chickens months ago and now we see and people thought I was crazy and, you know, for ordering 25 chickens. And now we see, you know, all across the country. Let me know in the comments, uh, you know, what the egg price situation looks like in your locale, if there are even eggs in your locale, because they had, what, like 5 million egg-laying hens were, uh, you know, they got rid of last uh, last month because of bird flu. And then even if you are able to get eggs, now because of companies like Merck, 
they're going to be, you know, giving mRNA, you know, clot shots to your chickens. And then I'm sure that's going to get passed on into you as well. Uh, and so, you know, make sure, you know, different links that are down below. I know Josh has been, you know, an affiliate of Heaven's Harvest for quite some time. And so, you know what, maybe chickens aren't your thing. Uh, maybe you should start growing food. That's something I've been doing as well. And now we're seeing even people like, I believe it was like the rapper Cardi B was even talking about, you know, the food price inflation when it comes to lettuce. And so when you've got Cardi B, like a former stripper, rapper, talking about inflation of lettuce. I mean, you know that it's gone from, you know, just the crazy guys of Josh and myself to now, you know, the mainstream. And there's no, you know, magic, you know, Inflation Reduction Act that they can pass. Oh, wait, yeah, they did pass something. But what they passed was a bill to just spend a whole bunch more money, which you and I know is not going to do a damn thing. So you need to make sure rather than just having some, and, and I would even recommend potentially even taking some money if you, if that's all the money you have is in like your government G fund or in your your, uh, you know, retirement fund, you know, taking some of it, maybe and getting a greenhouse, maybe getting some things to be more self-sufficient, getting, uh, you know, different battery banks. I know that there are some through line energy that Josh uh, promotes as well. And, you know, he has a Heaven Harvest uh, affiliate, I believe it's promo code WAM, where there is free shipping. Uh, and, you know, in buying seeds, heirloom seeds is something I did a while ago. I've got a greenhouse on the way. And these things take months to get. And so when I ordered the, you know, unvaxxed, non-GMO, organic chickens, meaning that their parents were eating organically and weren't eating a whole bunch of soy, uh, I'm probably made that it probably from start to finish, probably looking at four and a half, five months. And I bought that before there was the crisis. So now, I mean, yeah, you can probably go get your standard run of the mill type, uh, you know, vaccinated, uh, GMO bullshit, you know, eating a whole bunch of crap type chicken. Yeah. You could probably go find those, even though, even that's probably gonna be hard to find. Uh, but if you want to have like the actual healthy stuff and, and I'm not in the business of selling chickens, I'm just in the business of, you know, taking, you know, the current lions in this fight and then making sure that we're the ones who, you know, are going to be the ones to inherit the earth as everyone else take themselves out. Uh, you know, you need to be doing this stuff yesterday. And so, you know, the longer you wait on this stuff, and if you're not doing it, then you better have some neighbors that you're good friends with who are doing this that you can then barter with different things. But, you know, we're at the point where the Treasury is taking these extraordinary measures, which they do all the time, but eventually <clears throat> the extraordinary measures aren't going to work. They only work now because we're the world reserve currency. But what happens when the BRICS start, you know, challenging the dollar dominance? We just saw the Saudi Arabia finance minister is open to, you know, settling into various local currencies, meaning, uh, you know, accepting the Chinese yuan, maybe accepting gold, maybe accepting whatever the, you know, the BRICS, you know, decide to come up with. You know, maybe it's a different commodity basket. But the thing is, they are willing to accept things other than dollars. And when that happens, and when the petrodollar goes down, your options and, and certainly the treasury's options, uh, you know, are going to be limited. You know, we're not going to be able to just, you know, export our inflation to the rest of the world and export our debt to the rest of the world. Uh, you know, we're going to have to eventually those chickens are to come home to roost. And then we're going to be in just an even major crisis. I think right now the debt to GDP is already 120 percent. Uh, you know, what happens when the debt instead of being 30 trillion is 60 trillion? What happens when the interest rate instead of being 5 percent is 10 percent? Well, I know what happens. That'd be $6 trillion a year. But we're in a situation where there's absolutely no way to ever get ourselves under, underneath this. And even if there was some way to pay off all the debt, this is another reason why Donald Trump was a major fraud you know, and, and just showing that he had no idea of the grasp of the situation. The money is debt. If there were three of us on an island and you wanted to borrow $100 from me and I was the banker and I was the first person that ever created the first $100 on an island and I said, okay, here's a here's $100, one-year loan, 3% interest rate. So at the end of year one, you owe me 
$103. Well, how the hell do you pay me $103 if I only created $100? Do you have to borrow more money into existence? Because the money, the slave grid system that they set up on December 23rd, 1913, when the Federal Reserve passed, when the Congress passed the Federal Reserve Act, was a debt-based monetary system, meaning that we are all basically high-tech slaves. So as everyone is off, you know, celebrating Martin Luther King Day the other day with, you know, his, you know, uh, the big black penis thing that they had out in Boston for that, you know, uh, just monstrosity of a, of a statue. Uh, we need to remember that we basically are all slaves right now. We're high-tech debt slaves living in this basically feudal serfdom. And, you know, until everyone realizes this, you know, every other little political issue or, oh, the Republicans are going to save us or, oh, this person's going to, you know, white knight over here. You know, if they're not talking about getting rid of the central bankers and getting rid of the debt-based monetary system, everything there else that they're talking about is complete bullshit. So right now, I did just want to go over the extraordinary measures without making this video, you know, excessively long because it's just absolutely ridiculous to think that I mean, not when I say ridiculous I mean it absolutely is expected that this is what they would do and this is, has been what they've been doing uh, you know for decades but basically they're stealing the G fund you got hundreds of billions of dollars there that they steal from almost almost 300 billion they're taking from there taking from the postal workers fund taking from the civil service fund uh, you know other payments that should be getting reinvested they're just taking that to go spend uh, as part of their current expenditures and what they could actually be doing is uh, you know it, it doesn't mean that you know because the debt limit is isn't passed it doesn't mean that the u.s defaults i mean the u.s does have income that's coming in and it could just pay the interest it just means that the other crap that we have to pay uh you know wouldn't get paid and i would all be fine for you know having less government and, you know because at this point we're just getting the news you know bigger and bigger and bigger you know or maybe you know more uh, you know, firm around her neck. So that way, you know, the more rope you give somebody, the, you know, the more they can hang themselves with. And that's exactly metaphorically what this country is up to and where we're at. Now, I did mention down below, there are uh, certain affiliates down below. One of them will be my girlfriend is selling tower gardens. That's not the same thing as Josh with the garden towers. This is an aeroponic system. I've got it running out back. You don't have to weed. It pretty much runs itself. Just, you know, checking the pH of the water and some of the nutrients. But, you know, it's just a huge bounty of, uh, of fruits and vegetables are on this thing right now. It's absolutely awesome, incredible. I've had it for over 10 years, so I'd highly recommend that. And then parlaying into that would be Heaven's Harvest, promo code WHAM, and then you know my own uh, consultation services to uh, you know help get your retirement through this. You know, especially if you're in that retirement red zone, you're maybe five years away from retirement, maybe five years into retirement, you are the folks who this is going to impact the most. And this is what I've been studying, you know, pretty much my entire adult life. So check the links down below. You can also check my media out at the libertyadvisorshow.com. But anyways, just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown on what uh, you can expect from these extraordinary measures. Take care. God bless. And I'll talk to you guys later. Take care. So here it is. After seven weeks of growing from a seedling, these, this is the tower garden. We've got some amazing broccoli growing, spouting off in several different areas now. Uh, cabbage is going ridiculous. Uh, tons of different types of lettuce. I mean, just look at how green this is. I mean, and look how red this lettuce is over here. Just getting absolutely uh, just amazing results. Now, I've had this thing for 10 years in Arizona. And what I like most about it is, you know, I came into this knowing absolutely nothing. And you can too. Uh, you know, you don't have to deal with any weeding. You don't have to deal with getting down on your hands and knees. Dealing with any of the normal... BS, uh, it's going to be way healthier for you because, you know, the nutrients that you're using in this, you know, exactly what you're putting into it, you know, exactly what you're not putting into it, like you're not putting in glyphosate or Roundup or any of that crap. So you're getting, you know, pure, beyond organic, uh, you know, 
growth over here. And so I just absolutely love this thing. Super easy to do. I mean, all you really need to do to get the tower garden to work is you've got nutrient solution A, B, uh, you've got some pH up, pH down. Just keep the pH in the range. Uh, just keep the electroconductivity in a range. You can buy one of these meters for like 15 bucks. And uh, you know you don't necessarily need to know the science behind it. You just need to know what you have to do. And what you have to do is actually pretty easy. But I like the fact that you can do this pretty much anywhere. I've done it in a closet. And as you can see, uh, you know, really great results. Obviously in a closet, you're gonna need to have grow lights. Uh, and they do make a kit that actually goes on the top of this. And uh, you know, is meant, uh, meant directly for the tower garden. Anyways, check the links down below to see how you can get one of your own. And just look at the Swiss chart over here. I mean, it looks, it actually looks fake. It's, it looks absolutely fake. This is my first time growing in like three or four years. Uh, and I'd say it's a overwhelming success. Check the link down below to start growing on your tower garden today.